we've been chatting uh, quite extensively to Rian Mansa and Vasti Kaldanais uh, about their epic adventure that they <laughs> took on. Uh, they left in December last year and they rode, yep, you heard, not rode like as in bicycle, they rode as in a row boat uh, across the Atlantic Ocean uh, from Morocco. And the goal destination was uh, New York City. And I can tell you that they have arrived. Uh, Staten Island, uh, they rode past the Statue of Liberty towards uh, West 79th Street uh, and Boat Basin in Manhattan. They left Morocco on the 30th of December and they are in the Big Apple. And uh, Rian Mansa joins us now. Rian, welcome. Uh, congratulations on that epic, epic adventure. Vasti yeah. with us as well. Congratulations to both of you. Shame and thanks, Brad. We, um, when you were busy describing now what we had done, gee, I was just busy listening and thinking, flip it, we actually have done that. You made me a bit tired listening to that. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like a very long journey we did. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible. I can't even think about uh, even contemplating something like that. When you guys have done it, Vasti, uh, you must be incredibly proud of, of, of what you've done. Vasti is not on speaker, so I'll, I'll pass the phone to her now to, to get her piece. But listen, she's beaming from ear to ear. The, the, the people in New York just have gravitated to her. They, they just love it. They, they, don't, they ignore me, Brad. The, the people <laughs> say they expected me to do it. And they, they say Vasti is the real hero. Rian, know, and two things, doing what she did, but also putting up with me for five months. Yeah, you old hat at this, Rian. You've done so many of these <laughs> things. I mean, she, she's just incredible. But what was the reception like in, in New York? We spoke when you guys landed in, in Miami, and you said it was just phenomenal. Mm. Every sort of place you went to, uh, everyone was trying mm. to outdo the next. Uh, the Big Apple, obviously, everything's just bigger and better in New York. Uh, how were you received yeah. there? Yeah, but listen, the, um, if you speak to some of the South African communities, so we had the mayor of um, Johannesburg, coincidentally, um, in New York, and he just came to welcome us also. And um, they, they were saying to me, listen, if New York is going this massive and America is jumping at it, it better be bigger in um, South Africa. So the mayor of Johannesburg said he's arranging a big party at our chamber for us coming back. But listen, the bottom line is... Um, Things happen in New York City. Attention span is very short, so the story would run a, a day or two, where in South Africa it might be a bit longer. But people have been more generous than they needed to be, Brad. They also understand what we did. They, they really understand what we did to commitments and, and all the things that you would, um, we, would, we expected to take. Um, listen, we've been blessed with how people have been kind to us. Yeah, I mean, it's you talk about the people, and that's probably one of the things that, that when I first started following your journey with, with your bicycle trip around Africa, that was one thing that you, you really, really spoke of a lot, was the, the relationships and the people that you met along the way. Mm. This adventure was very Perfect. different, because it was you and Vasti in the ocean. Obviously, you stopped it at a couple of places along the way, but uh, that must have its own challenge, because you seem, Rian, like a, a very sort of people-y person. Uh, it must have been tough for you. Um, yeah, listen, I'm spending it with my favorite person. Um, the, the, I mean, it was four and a half months we were alone on that little boat on, on the ocean. So, um, spending it with Fusty was, um, was what I wouldn't, I couldn't have asked for anything more. But, um, hey, listen, from a bicycle trip of mine to the Madagascar, um, I, I'm just blown away when you, when you let off those good vibes and you are gravitating towards good people. You can't help but good happen to you, Brad. So, my journeys and adventures sometimes are hardcore things, dangerous things, but it's the people that sometimes just do their little bits for you that make you realize you're doing something worthwhile. Fusty will tell you now what she believed about adventure or thought about adventure um, from the sidelines, 
um, is very, very different from the Fustig Haldenay that will speak to you about what adventure takes now. Yeah, we'll chat to her in just a moment, but uh, final question for you, Rion, uh, and it's probably one you've been asked already. This isn't your, your first adventure. It's definitely not going to be your last. What, what's next on the cards for Rion Mansa? Um, I've got, um, listen, I first want to get home and just see my dogs. I had a, a Great Dane puppy at home, and I think the Great Dane puppy is now going to be a monster, monster dog when we get back home after seven months. So um, we just want to get home, first of all, see people like yourself and um, see South Africa again. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've got a few plans. I've got a few um, friends worldwide that, that want to take me a few places. I, I want to visit the South Pole, hopefully in January, and just... Um, see what it's like over there. So that's a little small journey that I've got planned beginning of next year. Sounds brilliant. Uh, Rian, uh, while you hand uh, the phone to, to Fasti, we're just going to head to South America to get an update uh, from Moali. Uh, what, uh, it's a half time in that clash between Argentina and Iran. Well, it's time to head back to South America now. Brazil, the FIFA 2014 World Cup, well and truly underway, and it is half time in that clash uh, between Argentina and Iran. Mo, the longer it stays like that, uh, the Iranians' confidence is going to build. Absolutely, and the confidence is built already, uh, Brad, because they've held Argentina to that uh, goalless scoreline at halftime, and uh, just like we expected, the Iranians uh, catching the Argentinians on the break, and they could well be open to the sucker punch as they nearly were when uh, it was a corner three minutes before halftime. Jalal Husseini, his header going just wide, Argentinian hearts in their mouths as the header going from a corner going just wide, and that was after the Argentinians, as expected, dominated territory and possession. They've had about seven or eight very good chances, just not able to put the ball in the back of the net. The best of those chances probably going uh, in the 18th minute when it was a five-on-three situation, and uh, all Javier Mascherano needed to do was to get the ball across to one of uh, Higuain, Messi, or... Sergio Aguero, who were unmarked in the penalty area, and somehow he lost possession as uh, three Iranian defenders were retreating. Sergio Aguero went close. Uh, he had a shot uh, saved by Ali Riza Hagigi, the uh, Iranian goalkeeper. Marcus Rojo uh, had a uh, header going wide from a corner. Messi had a free kick from uh, in the center of the pitch that went over the crossbar. So the Argentinians really have, uh, as you would expect, dominated completely, but credit to the Iranians. They've uh, doggedly defended and have uh, managed to keep the scoreline blank at uh, half-time, and uh, Lionel Messi, 21 goals in his last 21 games for Brazil. He hasn't been able to uh, weave any of his magic in the first half. So credit to the Iranians. They've hung on grimly, and uh, as you mentioned, Brad, the longer the game continues, the more exposed the Argentinians will be to the uh, counter-attack and the sucker punch because they really look desperate and look frustrated not having been able to breach that Iranian defense. So at halftime then, at the Estadio Mineral in Belo Horizonte, where it's a lovely 23 degrees, it's Iran nil, Argentina nil. Mo, before I let you go, I'm going to get you to give out an answer for our quiz question this hour. I asked, who was Edison Arantes do Nascimento? What is he better known as? He's known as uh, Pele, the great Pele. Here we go. Thank you very much, Mo Ali. And don't forget, more football updates uh, throughout this World Cup every single game here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. The next game this evening, Ghana up against Germany. You can catch all those updates right here.
SAFM Sports Special with Brad Brown. It is SAFM Sports Special. Before we chit, uh, chatted to Moali, we were chatting to Rian Mansa, uh, who, along with uh, his girlfriend Fasti Heldenais, have rowed across the Atlantic Ocean 10,765 kilometers between Morocco and New York City. We're joined now by Fasti. Fasti, congratulations, first of all. Uh, that is uh, an incredible achievement. Thank you, Brad. You see, it was very special. So. But I'm so glad we reached the end of this journey. Yeah, I'm sure. Fasti, for a girl, I mean, guys don't mind roughing it. Girls are slightly different. How good was that first hot shower that you had once you got off the boat? <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> it's, it's strange how something so basic can be so rewarding when you, when you didn't have it for four or five months. So, no, it was very, very nice. It's, it's pretty interesting. I mean, you, you've, I don't want to say sat on the sidelines, but Rion's been on some uh, incredible, incredible adventures over the last few years. This is the first one that you've been stuck in the middle of. Has it sunk in what you've actually achieved? You're the first woman to row across the Atlantic Ocean. Um, Brad, it's the first woman from our continent to have done this. You know, some other women has rowed across the Atlantic. But what's special about this is that we've been the first people to row from African mainland to African New York. And no, it hasn't sunk oh, yeah, from African mainland to the North America. But no, it hasn't sunk. And, you know, we're on our way now to like a South African day in New Jersey where we're going to have a little bit of a taste of home. So we look forward to that. But no, it, it hasn't. And... I think when we get home and see your friends and family and all the people that send us messages on Facebook and Twitter, I think then it will become more real. I'm sure. Fasti, I mean, this, I mean, I asked Rian this before I chatted to you, was, was what's next on the cards for him. For you, is, is, <laughs> is this enough to satisfy your need for adventure? Or are you sucked into this thing now big time? You want to do the next big thing? Yeah, Brad, you shouldn't encourage Rian to go to go off again. You see, we were, I need him at home for a while. But, no, I've had a taste of what Rian's life is like. Um, I don't want to do anything like that again. I'll, I'd rather stay at home and watch him do this. <laughs> Someone's got to look after the dogs. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's absolutely incredible, Fasti. I mean, we, we are all here in South Africa so incredibly proud of, of both you and Rion. Uh, I mean, you, you're just really amazing, sort of positive, shedding such a, a wonderful positive spin on, on South Africa. Obviously, there's, there's lots of negative stuff written uh, about our country, but mm. you guys just really fly the flag. And uh, I asked Rion the same question as well. What, what's the response been like, the, the people that you've met along the way, when you tell them what you're doing? It is amazing, especially when, you see, when we reached the Bahamas the first time, it was so amazing. People don't believe it. They, even when we, when we meet people and we tell them we rode, they don't understand and they ask, oh, so how much fuel did you, did you have to take? And then we have to explain, no, we actually rode, no fuel. But when they see the boat, it actually sinks in a bit and when they see the oars and then they realize, wow, this is what we did. But the response has been amazing. Yes, in the States, it's people are, people are in awe. And that's so great to see. And it's really special for us. Vasti, can you, can you explain to me what it felt like when you were coming up and you knew New York was close and that first glimpse of the Statue of Liberty, when, when you saw that statue knowing that this is it, you've arrived? <laughs> yes, 
uh, we came from um, we came from Staten Island, and we just rounded the corner to go underneath a bridge, and you can the Statue of Liberty is far off, but I could spot it, and I saw it by accident because we thought we still had to go a long way, and I was so excited. It's like it is like a kid on Christmas morning when you get a peek of your present, and then we still had to row about about 10 kilometers, but he said the time could not pass quickly enough. It was it was very emotional because when the closer you get to it, the more you realize the more you realize what you've done. I'm sure, and uh, I'm sure you now believe yeah. you you can do anything. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I can <laughs> row a boat. <laughs> uh, please pass on my best again to Rion. Uh, and let us know when you guys arrive back in, in SA. We'd love to meet up with you guys at the airport and welcome you home. Uh, you're both amazing. Thank you so much for your time uh, this afternoon here on SAFM Sports Special. What an amazing story. Uh, and what uh, an incredible two individuals. Rian Mansa and his girlfriend, Fasti Khaldanais, joining us here on SAFM Sports Special. They rode in a rowboat. All the way from the African mainland, from Morocco uh, to New York City. It is, uh, I can't wrap my head around that, 10,765 kilometers. Uh, incredible, absolutely incredible. Just to update you on the live sport that we featured here on SAFM Sports Special this afternoon, the Springboks with a late, late victory uh, over Wales. Wales led for the entire match until the final three minutes when the box were awarded a uh, what will be a controversial penalty try, uh, the conversion. And then successful to hand the Springboks the 31-30 win and deny Wales their first win ever on South African soil. It is half-time in that football between Argentina and Iran. It is nil-nil in that one as well. And that about wraps things up for SAFM Sports Special this afternoon. And, uh, yeah, until tomorrow, my name is uh, Brad Brown. And uh, thanks a lot to executive producer. Uh, if you want to email her, coolchicksport at safm.co.za. Siobhan Chetty as well as Kanye, my uh, in-studio technical dude, thank you so much for all your help today, and we'll be back again tomorrow at 4.